This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1373. The little known secret to stop yelling at your kids by Alyssa of YourUnBusyLife.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to ORD for another installment. I'm Greg Audino, your host and narrator. Happy to be here with you this fine Thursday, uh, as it is on Thursdays and Fridays that I actually narrate parenting content specifically. And this time, we'll be hearing a post that covers something incredibly valuable. It's a guide on how to stop yelling at your kids, and in turn, a guide to holding less stress as a parent. So, What do you say we jump right into this post and start optimizing your life? The little-known secret to stop yelling at your kids by Alyssa of YourUnBusyLife.com You feel like you can handle one more thing, just one more. You can handle that, but you cannot speak for yourself and your attitude after that. you felt this many times, I'm sure. I sure have. Those kids, am I right? So, what to do about it? We're going to talk about yelling and how to stop the boundaries way, not the willpower way, because I'm guessing you've already tried the willpower way. Build your boundaries. The first thing I would suggest is to have firm, no-guilt boundaries. Get it out of your head that you're a bad mom for having a cutoff point. You know your trigger points by now. You're far enough into momhood to know this. It's two hours past breakfast and I haven't had my food yet. It's been three hours, and I haven't had any quiet because they've been yelling or fighting for this whole time. I can take so much noise, aka they wanted their music blasted, it did keep them occupied, but I can't handle the noise anymore. There's something that typically sets you off, a recurring trigger, again and again. In fact, you might have several of them. Don't think I'm such a terrible mom, I go off the handle on my kids way too much. No, you're not. Why not play active instead of reactive? Go on the offense. Make a boundary that says, I cannot handle their playlist on repeat for 40 minutes at full volume. I can handle it for 40 minutes at low volume, or I can take it at high volume for 10 minutes. And that is your new rule around the house. No more of this, well, but they're whining and screeching for their playlist. I know they are, but there are two parties here, you and the kids. And guess what? You're the grown-up, okay? It's not going to scar them for life. You tell them, no, I cannot handle 40-minute long playlists anymore. They may try to tell you that it will ruin their childhoods, but it won't. 3-2-1 warning. Second thing, warn your heads ahead of time when you're about to lose it. Once they're school age, they have the cognitive maturity to hear what you're saying and adjust their behavior. They understand. 
If you say, I'm about to lose patience with you, watch how fast they start to reform. See how fast the volume level comes down. How soon they hop to their tasks like you told them 10 minutes ago. When you say, I'm about to lose patience, they know that means, I'm about to blow up on you. You still have one more chance to avoid this. If you don't want yelling mommy, you need to get back into good behavior mode. You're saying that they don't have to be shocked at mom's attitude out of nowhere. You're not expecting them to read your brain to see that you've reached that one more thing level with them. Because here's the problem. They don't. Okay? Know what you need, when you hit your limits, and how to stop ahead of time. When you're thinking, can't they see that I'm so stressed, that I'm done with their shenanigans? Can't they see that? Your husband might be able to observe your signs, but your kids are rarely that aware. Why not help your kids out? Give them a warning before you blow your stack. You might not blow your stack, and you might just teach them some crucial skills along the way. They don't have to explode at each other. They could start warning each other, I'm getting really mad at you, learning some emotional groundwork skills about how to relate to other people. Because you know that people don't just magically blow up out of nowhere when everything's on a good even keel. There's something that went into that, some kind of building pressure. You're giving your kids a look at how you short-circuit that pressure, how you stop it, how to vent it, how you let it out safely, how you warn others that you're about to explode. It's not a mysterious thing to you. You can see it. It's building. If you clue your kids in on that, they can tell another kid that the pressure's building. They can start using that in their own lives. That's the second thing I would do. Warn them ahead of time when you know you're in one more thing mode. Know your limits and stop ahead of time. Third, I want you to build in what you need because it is your right to be the happiest, healthiest mom imaginable. And guess what? It's also their right to have the happiest, healthiest mom. Do you think that's going to come from letting them push you up to the edge and then right over it all the time? No. It's going to come from you, from having the boundaries, operating from that center and calm. It's the do I have my bucket filled type of living. So, what is it that you need? Do you need a bigger breakfast, a more consistent lunch? Can you just have a second cup of coffee before lunch? Do you need an afternoon snack? How many hours do you need by yourself in the afternoon? How many hours of diving into your hobby to refresh yourself? Do you need the late morning or can you make it till afternoon? What are the things that you need? Because yes, we can stop short of the explosion. You can say, I gave you the warning. I told you mommy can't handle any more noise right now. And that'll pull you back from the edge, from the explosion. But you don't want to just stand on the edge. It's better than going over, but you need to get back over here where your good life is. So, what's going to pull you back from the edge? What's going to do it for you? You need to know that and then build it into your days. Otherwise, once your kids come out from nap time, you really aren't any better off. You just went off and did something else that you didn't want to do. You had a meeting or a call with a family member you didn't want to have, and you're still kind of riled up under the surface. You're still in just one more thing mode, except it's gone backwards. You rewound your internal clock a bit. Now you can handle two more things, maybe three more things, but then you're going to be on the explosion edge again. We don't want that. We want you to get completely filled up, completely vented of all that. Forget one more thing. Go back to where you know life is good. So, what do you need? Three hours of reading a book. 
Go on a walk by yourself. No little voices, no little hands, no babies to push. You need to be gardening. Get down in the dirt. Smell the flowers. Smell the soil. Knit. Just hear the click of the needles. Feel the yarn in your fingers. Go to the sewing machine and create. What would make you forget the stresses and cares? Go do that. How's your day now? Know what you really need, when you hit your limits, and plan to stop ahead of time. Which, if you think about it, it's really a gift to them in their childhoods. Wouldn't they rather we listen to their playlist for 10 minutes and have that cheerful, smiling mommy than to get to listen to their music for 40 minutes and have mommy yell at them the rest of the day? I know which I would pick if I were a kid. You just listened to the post titled, The Little Known Secret to Stop Yelling at Your Kids, by Alyssa of YourUnBusyLife.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And many thanks to Alyssa for that great post. Very empowering, very relatable, and I'm sure one that parents will want to come back to. Now, one thing that I think goes with this advice, though, would be if you have a partner to involve them as fully as possible. Helping your children to understand what their limits are and how to recognize when they're pushing them is a great approach, but it can be even more legitimized in the eyes of the children if both parents are a part of it. Can your partner intervene? Can they send warnings? Can they help you cool down behind the scenes? Can they commit to the same approach as you so that children can look to either parent when they know their behavior is becoming too much? Doubling down like this helps your children understand that the consequences of their actions are indeed serious and that they can't go to the other parent for refuge or use them as leverage when one parent has upset them. This also provides more clarity for the kids when they know the rules and warnings are completely aligned between mom and dad. So, when you consider bringing the contents of this article to your children, also consider how you can bring it to your partner and approach it together. Okay, everyone, and that's going to bring us to the end of another parenting edition of ORD. I had a great time. Hope you did as well. Enjoy the rest of your day, and be sure to come on back tomorrow for a post from Adina Sokloff of ParentingSimply.com. That's where your optimal life awaits.